This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Hi, we're rolling into the 5 o'clock hour. I don't know if it was my turn or not, but I jumped in. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Whose turn was it? It was your turn. Oh, okay. Well, then. No, it wasn't. It was my turn. But it was that's your all right. turn. Yeah. Because I was going to start this segment by saying, you want to talk about capitalizing on picks and trades? Like, it didn't always happen where it's they turn into, you know, some of the names that Scraby gave us earlier with the fourth-round pick. Sometimes, when you're good at your job, uh, you can turn these into picks. Here's here's what the Dolphins did. Remember back when the Dolphins traded uh, their pick for three picks, right? That pick turned to be Trey Lance, Mr. Yeah, Scraby. Yes, I know. Yes. Great, great pick. The Dolphins had made the most of their deal with the 49ers. <laughs> Where would the 49ers be if Trey Lance were still the starting quarterback? Do you think they'd be 4-4 four and four right now? Yeah, I do. I know. I don't think it has I really anything don't. to do with the quarterback play. I think it has everything to do with the defense and the players around him. Their defense is really good. The defense is really good. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so the Dolphins made that trade. They get three picks. Jaden Waddle, 2021. That was one of the picks. The following year, they used that one of those first-round picks to acquire the Cheetah, Tyree Kill. Oh, wow. And now they use that third pick. Because they got one one each year, 2021, 2022, 2023, 2023. They use it to get Bradley Chubb. Today. Wow. I would say all those guys are the equivalent of first-round picks, if not more. That seems A-plus. like a solid move yeah. by the Miami Dolphins. We'll see if it turns into anything. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, NFL trade deadline went crazy today. A lot of big names, including, as I just mentioned, Bradley Chubb going from Denver for a first-round pick to – the Dolphins, yes. <laughs> Dolphins are really, um, they're, they're going they're, for it, they're man. Going they're in. going for it. Yeah, they're going all in with that 5-3 and three record. Um, <laughs> Is that a backhanded compliment? I didn't know how to approach that right there. <laughs> well, it's like they're they winning. Played. They played so badly on Sunday that Tony gave up on them and thought they lost to the Lions. <laughs> yeah, That's that how is bad true. they were playing. That is very true. So, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. from... What is are the forty nine? I mean, do they just they like working with the Dolphins? 
I assume so. There must be a good work, working relationship there. I, I assume so, but I'm a little sad about this Jeff Wilson Jr. trade. He was a good running back. And Chris, your team is getting a good running back. But what? how many running backs do the Dolphins need? Because they have at least seven right now. Well, they only have really the one. The, the only one they use is Mostert, and then they'd bring Edmonds in, and they traded him today in the Bradley Chubb trade. So, so that's where Jeff Wilson's going. I haven't seen Miles Gaskin see the light of day this oh, year. Oh, Okay. That was the name I was trying to think of earlier before the show. But what happened to Miles Gaskin? I think he's on the practice squad, or he's just Pras- you know practice squad, huh? I'm not sure. He's I'm just not there. He's still a member of the organization. Where did he come from again? Boise, Washington, State? Washington. Washington. Washington University of Washington. Yeah, that he has- and uh, Ahmed, the other uh, the oh, third yeah. string running back, also went to Washington. Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly where Miles Gaskin is these days. Uh, Calvin Ridley goes to Jacksonville. Remember, he's suspended for the 2022 season yeah. for gambling. Uh, he goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Jaguars. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons receive 2023 conditional fifth-round pick and a 2024 conditional second-round pick. Well, that's much better yeah. for a potential <laughs> all-pro wide receiver. Uh, Chase Claypool. This was one of the pick, one of those trades that I don't know if anybody understands, but Claypool's going to the Bears, who gave up like second Roquan round pick, Smith and uh, Robert Quinn. Yeah, Ray- two great defensive players. Now they trade for somebody. Raquan so Smith went to the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, he went for a second round pick and a twenty twenty or and a fifth round pick and a linebacker named AJ Klein. So yeah. uh, a lot of movement. You mentioned Robert Quinn. He goes to the Eagles. Uh, any other name? James Robinson. We went over that. Christian McCaffrey, T.J. Hawkinson. Oh, went yeah. Yeah. in division from Detroit to Minnesota today. Tight end. You just, I guess, I guess you really don't care if you're just trading in division. The huh? Lions don't know. I don't think <laughs> the Lions don't know. <laughs> I honestly think I, probably somebody asked the Lions brass about that today. Hey, why are you trading in your own division? And the Lions brass probably answered back, "What." Yeah, right? They're like, Vikings division. Are they in our division? Huh? <laughs> Who? I didn't realize that. I have a feeling the Chase Claypool trade was the the Steelers cutting cut bait with You think they're like, all right, we're going to send you to Chicago. He has a good, he has a good quarterback. I believe Justin Fields is going to be a good quarterback. You believe in Justin Fields? I do. I really do. Because I really wanted the 49ers to draft him instead of Trey Lance, but they went with Trey Lance. Uh, Chase Claypool, though, is, 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 is not the... I guess best behaved guy in the world. I don't know if it's his behavior. It just seems like he's immature. Remember the, the right whole word. first down thing on Thursday night football last yeah, year? Yeah, and it cost a, and it then cost it, the ball the, got away yep, from him and yep. it lost time. Yes, yep. I remember that. And he That was one of the many things that I think Mike Tomlin probably bristled at. Yeah, he uh what else did he do? He went on a live he, stream he had a live after stream. a playoff yeah. loss and yeah. and basically said the Browns stink and we're Better when people are like, hey, you lost. You lost. <laughs> Can't say that. Chris, you want Chase Claypool on your team? Nope. All right. I got Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Yeah, good. you're doing pretty good. Good. Is the Parker still with you guys? No, he's with the, pa- no, the Patriots. He's injured with the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> you had to put the injured he's part He's injured in there. with the Patriots. Yeah, he uh, is. Scraby, I see this in, on, on our grid here. Uh, Jose Canseco. Did something happen between him and Aaron Jones? No, I, I put this in here randomly, but I don't know what happened. I think Jose Canseco likes to stay relevant, and so he So he just things. randomly tweets. So Jose Canseco tweeted. He didn't tweet at Aaron Judge. He just said, by the way, Aaron Judge, I can still hit a softball further than you can hit a baseball anytime you want to find out. 
contact me. Yeah. I don't believe I'm still taking multi-steroids on top of steroids every day. I I don't believe for one second that Jose Canseco can out hit a softball. Oh, I'm sure he can. Then Aaron Judge? No. I didn't say further. I just say I'm sure he can send it on its way. Oh, I'm sure he could, but not farther than Aaron Judge is what he's claiming here. Uh, Game one underway. Or excuse me, game three underway. Astros, Phillies, two outs, top of the first. Uh, the series is in Philadelphia. The uh, interesting thing in the Astros lineup tonight, David Hensley is in there as a designated hitter, batting seventh. And uh, Hensley, yes, was a part of the same team that Ty France was on and uh, Alan Trejo, Sebi Zavala, all of those uh, former Aztecs now in the major league. So good for David Hensley getting a start in the World Series tonight. I hope he, uh, hope he comes through with something. Oh, the game has been on behind me the whole time? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we just didn't put it on the other TV because... I don't know why we're watching hockey. Well, because it's on... It's finagled. <laughs> it's <laughs> finagled. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning that Tony signed in to ESPN Plus in right. the studio. So oh, I didn't need to find gotcha. my way out yeah. of that. <laughs> it's <laughs> finagled. <laughs> I didn't know how to find my way out of that, so I apologize <laughs> for not putting the World Series up on the screen that you can see easier. Yeah, the first two Astros made out on the first two pitches from Ranger Suarez tonight. And uh, he's working on uh, Jordan Alvarez right now in front of a screaming Philadelphia crowd. Uh, I got a question for you guys. Uh, You know, I I try not to get into banter back and forth on uh, Instagram. Oh, Instagram. But there has been one gentleman that is, you know, he's, he's engaged my interest. Oh, wow. And, you know... One of my pet peeves is when I post something, I would like, you know, if you're going to talk, you know what, do it like. You got to walk. No, not necessarily walk it, but if I post something, it's, for instance, this this the post I made was of us, the Padres uh, celebrating after, I, I think it was uh, the Mets series. Yeah, you know how long ago that is at this point, right? Uh, so yes. a guy gets on there and pops off like yesterday, as if <laughs> as if they were celebrating a World Series at that time. And it's like, come on, man, like. Let's have an educated banter here. You clearly know that this didn't just happen. They weren't celebrating like it was a World Series. Like this happened like two weeks ago. So yeah. I've been going back and forth. He's clear, and you know they try not to reveal themselves, but he's clearly a Dodger fan. <laughs> you know, mm. and, and so he's going back and forth. And you know he, he's taking the stance that everybody takes when they're dealing with people who uh, who who like the, who love the Padres, right? It's you guys have never won a championship. Mm. You, you root for whatever, and I'm just simply making the point that listen, we haven't won a championship, but for now, this is good enough that we kicked you guys' tail, and you know we're going to celebrate that. I don't believe that you can talk trash when your team didn't make it to the World Series and lost to the team that you're talking trash about. Right? Are, are we? It's not a historical trash talking, right? We're just we're talking, talking about, about 2022 right now, right? Yeah, you can't talk trash about the team that beats you. It's just you got to put your tail between your legs. Got to eat it. And walk the other way. You just got to eat it. The most recent victor in the Dodger-Padre matchup is the Padres. No question, right? The victor in the previous, I don't know how many I think it was 17. Was the Dodgers. <laughs> right. But you know what? This one belongs to the Padres. So what have you done for me lately? That's right. right. Your last at bat went in favor of the Padres, so... Padre fans deserve the uh, the uh, chance and the ability to celebrate, and uh, they're doing just that. Exactly. We're going to enjoy I, the whole offseason. And, and that was a calculated move on this person's part. 
because they commented on something that was weeks old. Well, well, the best part about this is that they first commented after the the Padres beat the Mets, right? Okay. And their trash talk was generated towards, okay. All right. Okay, right? that changes And it. so now the Padres beat the Dodgers, and there was silence for a long time. It took until after the Phillies eliminated the oh, they Padres broke their silence. for them to come back and then pop off again. Wow. So, you what know. a loser. <laughs> this is this is why I try to avoid these things on there. You know what I don't get to now that we're talking about it is when someone will uh comment on something on Twitter, but it's like a year old and it's a controversial tweet and then it gets pulled up again and I'm like, well, you did this on purpose. You yeah. know what you're doing. You're un- Now, I will admit that because I don't check Twitter all the time, I'll comment on something that was like 20 hours ago. I do That's it, not bad. 20 do, hours is not I bad. I do it often. Like, no, I'll get up and bad. I'll be like, comment, and I realize, oh, damn. That was like <laughs> a day and a half ago this was out. I would, uh, yeah, yeah. I would love for you to, like, reply to something from April. <laughs> like, and they're like, oh, my gosh, you got back to me. <laughs> That's proper context. Got to have it. Got to yeah. have it. All uh-huh. right, let's, uh, let's get to break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about this World Series that's unfolding right now. Game three, no score. Quinn and Chris. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 519. That's a we Gwen and Chris program. Chrisello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Mr. Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace Studios. San Diego, California, not hosting World Series game. I guess this would have been game four tonight in San Diego. Because there wouldn't have been a rain, I can tell no, you that. No, we would not have had a rain out last night. Yeah, this would have been the night, but uh, alas, it's the Phillies who are hosting the Houston Astros. Game three is underway. They're scoreless in the bottom of the first inning. Look at all those people. It there. is. Uh, they are sardined into they a are. Citizens Bank Park, certainly in Philadelphia. Bottom of the first, Phillies batting will keep you up to date. Uh, earlier today, congratulations to our guy, Trent Grisham, who won his second uh, Major League Baseball Gold Glove Award, National League center fielder. Grisham chosen for the honor. Uh, Jay Cronin were somehow finished behind Brendan Rodgers of the Colorado Rockies at second base. 
Hassan Kim lost out to Dansby Swanson at shortstop. And uh, I think Juan Soto was also in the running for that. He lost out to Mookie Betts in right field. But the uh, gold gloves were announced today. Nolan Arenado ended up getting his 10th gold glove at third base. And, of course, Manny Machado not chosen to even be a finalist. Still kind of uh, doesn't sit right. Doesn't sit right at all. No. It really, really doesn't. Although I will say this, it lessened the sting a little bit of the final announcement coming today that Arenado had won. Because, you know, if Manny had been a finalist, I would have held out hope that he was actually going to win the award. But it was probably going to go to Arenado all along. Ten straight. Ten in a row. And um, so the gold gloves were handed out today. There's a new manager in Chicago with the White Sox, Pedro Griffol. Uh, from the uh, staff of the Kansas, I, I'm just guessing on the pronunciation. It's G R I F O L. Could be Grifol, could be Grifol, could be any number of things. I'm just going to keep letting you try. I looked it up and I couldn't find it anywhere. So. <laughs> okay, Pedro, congratulations. He is the new head coach of the Chicago, or the new manager of the Chicago White Sox. As far as head coaches are concerned, Steve Nash is no longer the head coach. Of the Brooklyn Nets, they are playing tonight with a uh, interim uh, head coach, Jock Vaughn, and leading the Chicago Bulls 32-30 to 30 in the second quarter. Um, as far as the World Series is concerned, Bryce Harper's coming up right now, and that's... He's the one guy that like makes me stop what I'm doing. I gotta tell you. He, he's, he's been that good this postseason run. I mean, the dude, remember, this dude's playing with a torn UCL. Right now. Oh, oh, my goodness. It's a good thing I stopped what I was doing. <laughs> yes. He just hit one into the upper deck. Wow. Whoa. Yep. Hanging slider, middle of the plate, 2 yeah. nothing Phillies. Good night. Sixth home run of the postseason for Bryce Harper. Yeah, just I, like that. As I was saying, he's playing with a torn UCL. Meaning, I mean, he could have Tommy John surgery, but he's that's why he's DHing all year. Is he going to have that? I would. It's funny. I was just thinking that. If but, I was him, I might think twice the way he's been hitting. Right. right now. Like I mean, because if he has it, uh, assuming you know he has regular rehab, can, can he swing a bat? Like it seems like that would be longer than the time he's going to have off when this is all said and done. But, yeah, the, the Phillies did they sign him to be a right no, fielder? They signed him to be a right fielder. They yeah, wanted not, to not they, just a DH. They wanted yeah. DH Schwarber or or Castellanos and. Instead, I mean, but it's hard to argue with the results of all of it, yeah. he, him being a DH and them being in a World Series. And he is living up to the postseason giant he has become. He has really uh, been something. Shorter. He's elevated himself as hard as that is to believe. Right. He's where actually, he was two weeks ago, where Bryce Harper is now, is on a whole nother, a whole nother level. I mean, he is just on fire right now. He sees something. He's trying to. He's trying to call. Yeah. Whoever's on the on deck circle, he's he must have picked up on something because he's calling uh, Bomo, Alec Bomo over there, and he's talking to him. Yeah. If he throws you a pitch like that, do the same thing I did. <laughs> <laughs> and Bomo walks away and like, yeah, I would love to. I'm trying. No problem. <laughs> you wonder. So. You wonder if there's a tip in there he picked up because he came in, he gave all his high fives, and he went beelining. Back towards the front of the dugout to get Alec Bohm. Let me ask you how much you know about this, because the Padres did this, right, their whole thing this year. Every time there was a home run hit, they snapped the Polaroid, right, that Musgrove came up with the idea, was it? Yeah. At the beginning, and 
Did they ever put together a whole bulletin board of Polaroids? There was what somebody an incredible. T- somebody took a picture of it. that. Would have been. I think it was on Twitter or no. I- um, Alden Gonzalez actually had an article on ESPN right before the series ended, and it went through some of the pictures. And his, uh, I, I think, a lot of the guy's favorite picture was the one with Bob Melvin and Hugh Darvish. Ah, yeah. Because yeah. Bob, Bob would never get- pose for pictures, <laughs> and he slightly had a smile, and they all really liked <laughs> that. He did. Alan Gonzalez did a, a terrific. Yeah, he did. He yeah. did a terrific job writing that article because I remember when he was here and said, "Hey," he kept asking me, "Man, who should I talk to?" I was like, "Well, Joe's an easy one to talk." He's already talked to him. I was like, "How many more guys?" He had like five guys. You talk. How many more you need? Like, <laughs> He's need, a good writer. He's like, man. I need. I need that's, what he, that's what he said. He's like, I, I'm trying to be a good writer. I need like eight more. Yeah, you gotta have like, a lot of guys. Oh, good luck. You got to ask all good. these dudes. <laughs> That is good. But, but what it, I was going to ask you, that was the whole Padre thing this year. Every team has their own, you know, little celebration that they do. But does every player in the dugout kind of have a spot where they're supposed to be on a home run? Because it seems like, cause, you know, like, like I just give Manny for an example. He's always out at the top step, jumping up and giving a high five with whoever hit the home run. But it seems like everybody's kind of in their selected spot when a player returns to the dugout from a home run. It seems like it's very choreographed. I don't know that it has anything to do with the home run. I think guys are just generally in the same spots that's every where they night. Hang out? That's 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 their spots. Like okay. some guys like Manny are, are top step guys. Like they're gonna be close to the front. They wanna be you know, usually when you look for Manny, he was somewhere around Ryan Flaherty. Like he he, he purposely is in that area often. And I think guys you know, over the course of the year, they just get used to being in those spots. same spots. Okay. So when you happen to hit a homer, that's usually where you find them. Yeah, because there's always the last couple of guys down at the very end of the dugout, you know, who get yeah. the, the last high five. The equipment guy or somebody's down there. But Tony Patrika gets the last high five on a home run. Uh, I don't know. But, if we, uh, we we had, a, I think, we had a couple different nominees for the Roberto Clemente Award. I think Jake Cronenworth was one. Craig Salmon? Oh, wait, no. Was it Stammen? I think it was Stammen. Stammen. It was yeah. Stammen and Josh Bell because he was from Washington. Yes. Uh, neither one. Justin Turner took home the R- Roberto Clemente Award this year. That is a high honor. It's a I very, very, very What high is it given for? Honor. It's probably the most prestigious award in baseball. Wow. It's a, it's a really a, a humanitarian award um, for what you do in the communities. In which you so I can't hate this one because no, Justin Turner did good. He did right. some good for the city of Los Angeles. Okay, as did the other twenty nine uh, nominees. They all did. You don't get it's yeah. I it's mean, just being nominated, nominated is actually quite is an a, honor. Quite an honor. Um, I know uh, my pops won this one year, and uh, it was uh, one of the. It's one of the awards that stayed on display the the longest that really? I can remember of. Yeah. How close is baseball to retiring the number twenty-one throughout the sport? It's been talked about. It's been, I know. It, it I mean, more. obviously, Jackie's forty-two, but Clemente's twenty-one is. I mean, with all, there was a big story about this last week. There isn't a single African American player in the World Series. Jackie broke the color barrier many years ago. There's no African American players. There's a ton of Latin American players in the World Series. Well, the guy who paved the way for all of those guys is Roberto Clemente. No doubt. So maybe it's time to think about retiring number 21 throughout baseball, too. I'm trying to remember. Um, somebody was talking about it earlier this year. It, it, right around Roberto Clemente Day. Um, yeah. There was there's conversation. I think it was right there the break. I think we were in New York playing the Mets during the regular season. It might have been right after the break. Um 
There was some talk. There's some discussion about it being retired. I don't think Major League Baseball is there yet, but it is starting to have some groundswell. It seems right. like it seems like they should be thinking, oh, you no. know, fairly seriously about it. <laughs> there goes the Harper home run against the Padres. I was talking replay. to Chris about this last week. <laughs> How many times are Padres fans going to have to see this? Yeah, for, more. A lot, for a long time. Yeah, there's least, another one, especially if they win. Yeah, oh, it's going to be yeah. in every highlight that they move have moving forward. Ninety nine more, ninety eight more. They keep showing it over and over again right now. And the guys are really in the same spot for Philly, right? <laughs> you got Segura at the end hanging over the rail. You got Hoskins at the front <laughs> waiting to give their that's celebrations. Just, that's just where these guys hang out at most of the time. Now, Bryce Harper, if you just tuned in, two run homer already tonight in the bottom of the first. The Phillies are out in front of the Astros. Two to nothing. The Astros are batting in the top of the second inning. Gwen and Chris coming back with some more baseball chat. Scraby's going to dig up what we did in April. Predictions. How far did we have the Phillies going? Doubt when Gwen and Chris continues in just a sec. Previously on the John Cantera Show. 5.36 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Two nothing lead. Astros threatening here in the second, first, and third. San Diego State Aztec for life. Uh, David, David Hensley. David Hensley. Not a boy, David. Yeah. Singled up the middle. First World Series AB. Nicely done. That's got to feel pretty good. Shoot, yeah. As I mentioned, he's got one more World Series hit than a lot of guys. It's a knock. As a they knock like. in the World Series for David Hensley. Well done. So, Philly's a... Uh, Facing a threat here, Suarez trying to work his way out of it. We have a uh, interesting um, prediction segment to get to nationally. We did the American League and how poor that was. Uh, we'll see if we fare any better in this National League. Tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valente. Valente, excuse me, Friday at 6 p.m. as former NFL MVP Boomer Siason and Mike Valenti discuss the biggest NFL news and preview the most important games of the week right here. The fan, uh, before we get to those predictions from April, here's some traffic. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. All right, it's time for our preseason picks, our recap. It did not go well. I don't know why this became so dramatic. It was the bed that came up that made me dramatic, but I digress. You do. Yes, thank you very much. Let's start with the National League East and see how we felt about them this year going into it. Excuse me. Tony picked the Mets to be the division winner. I did. I was really close. Wow. Okay. Yes, Chris and I picked the Phillies. Wrong. Right. <laughs> they weren't wrong. the division winner, though, because oh, the right. Atlanta wrong. Braves were the yeah. division winner. We are all wrong. See? We are all wrong, but we all picked a good team. Tony was more right, but we were kind of more right, I was too. right, except for the last two weeks of the season. Yeah. The last place team for the National League East, we picked these in April for everybody just tuning in, so we're, we're bringing it back out, but the Nationals... You and uh, Tony and Chris said we're going to be the last place team. I said the Marlins, and the Nationals clearly were a bad team. Yes, they were. So, 
They finished with maybe 50 wins? Less than 50 wins? No, they had more than that. Okay. What's the what's the um, least number of wins in a season? Ever? The yeah. Mets. 40. 40. That's I was going to say 39. 1962. But yeah. Oh, the Nationals won 55 games. Yeah. Nationals I told you that. Solid. Uh, Marlins, I picked. They came in fourth, and they fired their manager. So bad team, but not a last place team. Division MVP... Actually, Tony and I picked a guy who is no longer there, Juan Soto. We would have been wrong anyway. We would have been wrong either way. Uh, Chris, you picked Starling Marte. Yeah, he struggled too this year. Yeah, I mean, he struggled okay to stay year. healthy, but yeah, he right. was—he was definitely a—he was good, a player. But not, uh, not MVP. Of the Let's see, who, would, who would you say was the newcomer in that division? The, the newcomer, NL East. The best one that we out of all of them. Um, well, here's who we pick. We Tony picked Nick Nick Castellanos. Chris picked Matt Olson. Well, I'm sorry. I meant to say, who would you think the MVP oh, was? Oh, okay. Um, in that division. Was probably Dan- Pete Alonzo. Yeah, good point. Although, he had a ton of RBIs. What about Austin Riley? Austin Riley had a nice year. Um, I'd go S- Pete Alonzo. Swanson has, Danzy Swanson had a pretty pretty good year, too, in that, that division. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go Pete Alonzo? Pete Alonzo's probably the All answer. right. Best I don't know. Man. The best player in the division might be Bryce Harper right at this moment. Yes, though. absolutely. I don't think there's any question about that one. <laughs> uh, best newcomer, Tony, Nick Castellanos, Chris, Matt Olson. I said Max Scherzer. Scherzer. Matt, Matt Olson ended, ended up, up having okay yeah, Matt Olson ended up having a pretty good year. I think he, he played got, all 162. He got hot at the end for sure. Finished with 103 RBIs, 34 home runs. I'll take that. So let's just say he was the uh, best newcomer. Who else is in that division? Braves, Phillies. Marlins, Nationals. Certainly not none of them. C.J. Abrams, baby, best newcomer. Mm -hmm. He wasn't there long enough. But he did have a good finish to his season, though. He really did. So did Luke. Voights. Our guy Luke did all right with the Nash. They didn't win any games, but he, his statistics <laughs> ended up being decent. What did he finish at? You, you got it in front of you? No. Okay. Hold on. I don't. I kept my phone handy for a reason. Don't worry about it. We can go back to it. Okay. What about, uh, did Mackenzie Gore pitch again? After I he, don't think he did. I don't think he did either, which is kind of unfortunate because he was having a really good year. up to that. I mean, he was struggling at the point where they traded him, and uh, Alec Bohm just hits a home run. Bryce Harper gave Alec hey, Bohm. I'm telling you, he might have picked up he a tip. He told him something. He told him That's something. That's a great after- call by you, Tony. Bryce Harper told Alec Bohm something right after he hit his home this run. This is a whole inning later, too, by the way. And Alec Bohm just hit a home run to lead off the inning. So 3 nothing Phillies. Whatever he told him, you ought to tell everybody else. Please keep tell- the camera on Alec Bohm. I want to see where he goes. He, is he going to go tell the next Where's guy? Bryce? <laughs> Where's Bryce? He uh, World Series history, 1,000 home runs. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Anyway, uh, Luke Voigt finished with 226, 22 home runs, and 69 RBIs. So 22, though, not bad. Yeah, 22 is not bad. Division Cy Young, Tony, you chose Max Fried. Chris, you chose Aaron Nola, Aaron Nolan. Scraby chose Max Scherzer. I think it'll be uh, – I mean, there's a bunch of good options to choose from in here, right? Zach Wheeler had a terrific year. Aaron Nola had a terrific year. Sandy Alicantra. Oh, oh probably yeah. Alcantara oh, had yeah. a terrific How year. How did I forget about him? Yeah, Dude led there. the league in innings by a landslide. Aaron Nolan. I don't think he, I don't think he won. <laughs> nice I don't job, he, I don't Scraby. think he won. Got uh, one right, Scraby. Thank you. Uh, Tony, your surprise team. I'm just looking at this right now, actually. It says Phillies, and in parentheses, it says surprisingly bad. 
<laughs> I would like that. This back. is why we love this. I would like to take that back. Uh, our surprise team, Chris and I, said the Mets, and I don't remember why. I need to start taking better notes. When well, I we think do most these. people felt the Braves were going to run away with that division, and we didn't think so. Maybe right. I don't know. Now let's go to the National League Central, and Tony, uh, you picked the Cardinals to win a division. You are correct. Chris and I picked the Brewers. No good. Brewers did not make the playoffs. Brewers, no Brewers basically just gave it away. They said, hey, you know what? We don't want our closer that's been really good for the last <laughs> four years. We'll take yours. Yeah. Yes. Please fire our general manager after the season's over for doing that. Uh, last place team, Tony and I picked the Pi- the Pirates, the Pirates. They tied with the Reds, though, for a record of 62 and 100. Chris, you chose the Reds, so all three of us are correct Okay, on that one. Division MVP, Tony said Joey Votto. And you know what? Yeah. I No, I remember this. And there was some hype around Joey Votto coming into the season with his last year, possibly. I, I, I feel like that wasn't a bad guess when you made it in April. Chris. It turned out to be a bad guess <laughs> now, though. Chris, you said Willie Adamas would be the division MVP. I said Nolan Arenado. Okay. But, uh, National League Central, who would be the division MVP? Goldschmidt. Probably. Goldschmidt or Arenado. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll say Goldschmidt. He had a great year. Best newcomer, Tony, said Marcus Stroman came in with the Cubs. He did. I said Marcus Stroman as well. He got off to a good start. Then he yeah. got banged up a little bit. Chris, you said the rookie sensation, Seiya Suzuki. What happened to him? He was he good got in hurt. April and May. He got hurt. He got hurt, but he was. He was really good. And he did all right at the beginning. Uh, Division Cy Young for the National League Central. Brandon Woodruff all the way down for us. Boy. Yeah. That wasn't that good. Um, trying to think. Central. Uh, what? Corbin Burns was just Corbin better. Burns was better. Yeah. Yeah. Team. Yeah. All right. Straight up. Surprise team. Tony said the Brewers, and he said slash don't hit the way they need to, which is true. Which Accurate. Is true. Uh, Chris, you said Cardinals. I'm assuming to be bad, bad team. And yeah. I said the Reds thinking that they were going to be good, but that wasn't even close. <laughs> that wasn't even close. The Reds at one point were the were on pace for like 10 wins. Oh, remember that? They were like... They were 1-20 something. They were struggle songs. Yeah. And they ended up winning 62 games. So that was a fun... How many they win? 62. That's good. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think I was uh, saying that when they were off to that you, awful You start. did. I remember you said that, that they're going to end back up and being win 50 okay. or 60. Because they looked like they were going to win... Ten games the whole year. <laughs> they were on pace seem, for nothing. That was not possible. Uh, all right, let's go to the National League West. All three of us picked the division winner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, and we were correct. We move on. Last place team, Tony and Chris, the Diamondbacks. I chose the Rockies, and I win with that one. Yay. Diamondbacks won Yay. 74 games. Fourth place team, Rockies came in last, 68 wins. Didn't the Rockies have a good start to the year? No. And it, I thought that they did. Mm, like 10 and 9. Yeah, yeah. Which something. for them is good. Okay. Uh, the division MVP, all three of us took M- Manny Machado. Hey, hey, we got that one, baby. Yeah, yeah I'll give him that. Yeah. I'll what give do you mean that. you'll give him that? Yeah, that's He's going to win the league MVP, hopefully. He's in there. Ain't no other National League West person in there. Alright. That's the best player. Okay. I, 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 yeah. You seem to be like hesitant. No, to, I'm to trying go to think there. if we're missing anyone because sometimes we miss people. But Manny Not was great, and the Padres jumped on his back the entire season. Oh, I like my next pick. Best newcomer, Tony said Nick Martinez. Oh, 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 oh. That would be correct. Chris, you said Sean Manaya. That would be correct for the first half of the season. I had a lot of faith. And then I said Freddie Freeman. This, was that was probably, an easy this pick. is probably the 
the real one. I mean, he's just out there every day. Oh, Freddie Versus, Freeman? Yeah, versus, oh. I, I mean, Nick Martinez was terrific. Yeah, but Freddie Freeman was too easy to guess. I mean, that that's the, that's a cop-out. It's me not really trying and just choosing something. Another His, um, home run, Brandon Mosh. No. Oh, yes. They're so, giving it to him. Yeah. It almost went out. Kyle Tucker jumped. And oh, I mean, first of all, Kyle Tucker couldn't jump to the top of this wall, even at his height. No, but it, yeah, we'll, we'll see replay. Uh, last category, or two more categories. Division Cy Young. Tony, you said Walker Bueller. His season ended early. Yes, it did. Chris and I said Logan Webb. And I don't really know what there's He didn't have a bad season. He just wasn't as good as the year before. Oh, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. It looked close because the fan dropped it, but. It was a home run. It was a home run. So So the third home run already by the Phillies. Hit the buds. Uh, So timeout real quick. Oh, (laughs) hit the buds. Timeout real quick. If Budweiser, a team like the Phillies have hit three home runs in the first two innings against Lance McCullers. Obviously, Bryce Harper saw something. Well, hold up now. Hold up now. Uh, my man Stott had a chance to do this, and he struck out. So, Okay. You know. All right. Just because you see something. Doesn't mean it's always going to work. Doesn't mean that you can execute whatever it is to be asked. And we don't know if, if that's what happened. But it, it's not. It is, it is a little eye-popping when you see Bryce hit a homer, come in, and like, Signal Alec Bohm to come yeah. over. He talks to him. He comes up his next at bat, hits a homer. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Marsh's hair is so gross. I'm sorry. He wets it every inning. Every inning? What yes. is he doing? Like he, he sprays it or something? Uh, he likes the way that uh, the, the wet hair looks, I guess. Looks no, he's wrong. Tony, you said your surprise team for the National League West in April were, would be the Padres. Um, <laughs> they were surprised. That'd be, come on. Chris also NLCS, got it right. NLCS, baby. Yes. Chris, Chris also got it right. Uh, Giants were surprisingly bad this year. That's not a lie. Me, I said surprise team with the Diamondbacks, and the Diamondbacks finished exactly where the Diamondbacks were yeah, supposed to finish. Yeah, they didn't surprise anybody. They didn't surprise anybody. So, you know what? I would say we didn't do that terrible. That was our best division. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, we spent so yeah, much so time. know something about. <laughs> but those were our picks in April, and I, I don't think we did that terrible of a job. Dan so. Isonia, the home plate umpire, has gotten the review, and it is indeed... A home run. Confirmed what we already told everybody. Home run. 4 nothing Phillies. The Harper two-run homer. Oh, the little kid almost had the play. He dropped it. He did drop it. Then Kyle Tucker will flip the ball back up to him. I hope he did. Uh, does the kid get to keep it, though? What, what do you mean? mean? What's he got to do with it? Uh, no, I'm saying he dropped it. Does he get to keep it? If oh, Kyle when Tucker they throw it back up? It back yeah. Up I, would, I would hope so. Is not. Where's that Zach Hample guy? He's probably running. Is that the over one in Kansas City that took? It keeps like stealing balls from little kids and stuff. Yeah, that's not cool. Not cool at all. Not a fan of that guy. <laughs> well, way to go, Scrib. You finished six minutes before the I end know, of the show. I and know. We have nothing left to talk. I was about. trying as hard as I could to spread that out, but we we took it to the max, guys. We still got five minutes left. Well, uh, it's not going well for the Astros right now. Do you want to talk about politics? Absolutely not. Okay. Please. No. <laughs> please. Nine Did everybody have a good time handing out candy last night? Did I, anybody hand out candy I other had, than me? We had, no, I handed out candy. My yeah. my family takes uh, Halloween way too seriously. What was the uh <laughs> what was the best costume you saw last night? Anything good? 
I did see um I did see a Stranger Things costume. Miles Garrett also wore a Stranger Things costume, but I saw a Stranger Things costume. I can't really describe, but it was put together like a homemade costume. I was very impressed by this costume. There, very yeah. impressed. There are uh, a people. A lot of people in my neighborhood take Halloween very seriously. So okay. there are some good houses that are set up well. Like I don't. I don't watch Stranger Things. I assume the hanging. Pursing in the front with the letters in the windows has something to do with Stranger Things, uh, or this might possibly. just be. A, a, I don't know. I would have to see it. Yeah, I had a couple. We had a house. Or one of our neighbors had that going. Which was a little freaky. My favorite outfit <laughs> that yesterday. Is a freaky. My favorite one was a snail rider. Oh, it was it was kind of cute. Is it this was, where they stick their their legs? Or yes. I like those. Hot yes, costumes. your leg. You stick your legs through the bottom, and you actually walk. But the leg, your legs look like the legs of a snail. Yeah. Then you have the body of a snail, and then your head sticks through the top, and then they have fake legs over the side of the snail to make it look like you're not horseback riding, but snailback riding. That is pretty funny. Yeah, that no, was cute. I like those costumes. I've seen a few of those. And the lady who was uh, rocking that outfit was walking tremendously slow. Like a Which snail. Which is what she should do. <laughs> that is amazing. So, I thought that Where do was you stand, my... Chris, on what, what's your age limit for trick-or-treaters? Because a couple years ago... 50. Okay. Here comes Scraby. 50? Here comes the, the, the Halloween patrolman. What, I, what do you want me to do? Check IDs? I mean, if someone walks up and they're 50, I think you know that they shouldn't be trick-or-treating. What do you say, no? But I, I what think... do you say? Wait, what do you say? If somebody say, this older is for walks kids. up... This is for the kids, really. Yes. You wouldn't give up somebody like one Tootsie Pop? Some poor guy who wants a No. So, so what, is, what is your age cut off, Scraby? 18. 18. 18. To trick-or-treat door-to-door, no more, No more trick-or-treating after 18. I, I did it once at 19, and I felt like the lamest human being on earth because I was trick-or-treating at 19 years old. I so, mean, so you, in fact, have trick-or-treated beyond 18. And that's why I'm so against it. Because it was so bad. So it was good for the goose. It's not good for the I didn't even get any candy that night because people were turning me away. Might have been because I wasn't dressed up. But Oh, wait. So, so, so hold up. You not only went trick-or-treat at 19, <laughs> but you didn't even have the audacity no. oh, I to put dress on a, up. I put on like a white undershirt <sighs> and I had some flicked of blood on it, you know? like. And what were you? I, I was a... Uh, a flicked of blood. I was a bloody, white bloody man. Wow. You deserve to be turned away at All right, this point. You were a bloody man? Yeah, bloody man. <laughs> Just flicks of blood on me. Chris, so you're cut off? You don't care? You could, you could be any age and still get candy from you? Nah, anybody who takes my candy is a good thing because that... That means you less you more candy. Yeah. <laughs> you saw how much candy I ate today that was left over. So had there been more, I would have eaten more. So it was a good thing. My my family, as I said, they take Halloween seriously. It's a it's a like a full day event. Like I was so ready to go home by the end of it. <laughs> Legs hurt. We're walking all over the place. How many steps? I last mean, we're night? going. We've walked so far that Trey, my son, can't even hold his bag anymore. Like the candy, the bag is too heavy. He's for got him. too much candy right. in his bag. And so I'm like, at this point, the night should Let's be over. Let's go back. That's no, hilarious. my wife is like, no, we're gonna stay here longer. We're in for the duration. We're in, we're going to hit every house. We're going the distance. May I ask why? She loves Halloween. Okay. Like loves Halloween. Like get the if if it, it I'm I'm partly to blame because the Padres clearly got deep into the playoffs because of me. 
And so, therefore, we weren't able to really set up the house in Halloween <laughs> fashion because I was not around a lot. So I think that was her way of making me pay for her not having the full experience of Halloween. Are you Red Solo Cup guy walking around? I was last night. <laughs> <laughs> I always It appreciate. was the only thing that allowed me on my knees to get through it. One of my friends has a, uh, a, a beer refilling station for the parents when they come hey, by. Hey, shout out to all the parents in my neighborhood because they, they had it ready for, for the parents who they knew were going to be in for the long haul. <laughs> they really did. They came, yeah? through, they came through in a big way. I mean, Really? We had nothing for the parents <laughs> well, other know, than a friendly smile. I think, I think most of the parents in our neighborhood know that there's at least half of us that are like, I need a drink in order to get through the rest of this. Last question. Chris, were you handing out Werther's Originals? <laughs> it's trying to be funny, Chris. What I were you handing what he out? just said. I said, were you handing out Werther's Originals? What is that? Some the old, old candy. candy. Yeah, he's trying, he's trying to be funny, Chris. See another pot shot taken. What did you hand out? I'm, oh, he's about to say What did you hand out? I'm actually curious. Chris, are you a full-size candy guy? Like a, no. No, you mini? Mini candies, but we had a whole... Huge couple of bags of them. Just like mixed M&M's. Top, top 10 candies. Are you a take two guy? Yes. No, I was a take one guy, but please start taking two, two about midway through the <laughs> Indeed. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Back at you again tomorrow. Mike Bresnahan talking Lakers, Tony. Talk some Lakers, baby. We also got to rate the radio call. Indeed. Should be fun. You guys have a good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 